0: You are Locked on Hawkeyes, your daily podcast on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, y'all, we are honored to be joined by Bakar Evelyn on the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast, your daily podcast covering your Iowa Hawkeyes on the Locked On Sports Network. Bakar, we've had you on before. Uh, you broke down the, the Iowa season coming into the season. We wanted to have you on breaking down some of these games. Iowa gets a big win last night in quite ugly fashion against Wisconsin. Before we get into that, though, how you doing, man? How's your Saturday
1: going? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Anytime the Hawks win, it's a good day. So I'm doing good. Um, excited for these games today, so. Dude, it should be
0: uh should be a blast. Did you see the news that Isaiah Livers and Kyle Young are out?
1: Oh wow. I did not see that news. Yeah. That is is it is it due to COVID?
0: Uh no. So Kyle's out with a um concussion and Isaiah Livers is out with a stress fracture. Wow.
1: Is that okay. not huge? That's, that's that's very big. Wow. Those are two big blows. Um, it kind of sucks, so right? I'm so excited in- for yeah. the Big
0: Ten tournament. Like I was kind of excited to see them full strength going at it, but uh kind of kind of sucks. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Especially with Isaiah. I know he had, he battled some injuries last season too. Um, so I was you know definitely hurt sad to hear that for him, but I'm sure both those teams still figured out Michigan and Ohio State two good teams. so
0: yeah man should be, should be a lot of fun before we get into the show though, um, we've had you on a couple times, and you've talked about your career and your time at Iowa. um I also wanted to quickly touch on because we're having Frank Garza on the show on Wednesday, and I've went through his first kind of course of the Elevate program. I think it sounds like you did as well, um or if you' at least discuss some of the principles and concepts with with Frank about the Elevate program. Um, what, did, what did that do for you last season? Did you feel like it, you know, made a big impact on you? And how has it helped you in your life?
1: Oh, yeah, it completely changed my season and just, you know, my way of life, um, honestly. And I thank, you know, uh, uh, Mr. Garza and Luca every day just for, you know, allowing me to join them with it. And really, it was for me, I kind of struggled with performance anxiety last season. And I didn't really – I had never had it before. I didn't know what it was. And it, it kind of threw me off and just from going through the course with uh, Mr. Garza and Luca and just, you know, working on meditating and, and finding my zone in that calm space that I can go in and perform. Um, that really led to, you know, being a turning point in my season and going out there and allowing me just to relax, to play the game and have fun. Um, And so i'm very very thankful honestly um for both luca and frank um just because it's things that we don't really get taught a lot Just about controlling ourselves and you know with in the sports world where you know there's so much attention and and criticism on every game every play every moment um as athletes it's real easy to get anxiety behind that or, or or to have you know mental stress behind that as well so um, Just finding every t- every little way you can and avenue you can to kind of eliminate those unnecessary factors and and just work on, you know, controlling what you can control and, and staying in the moment. So um, doing when I, I think it was middle of the season last year when I started it with Frank. I wish I did at the beginning of the year, um, <laughs> but right from when I started it, I mean, it kind of just um, game by game, I just kind of found myself getting more relaxed and comfortable out there and. I think two or three games would buy and I, I just felt like a whole different player. So um, I recommend everybody try to lose once.
0: Yeah, that, that's amazing, dude. You did you did finish the season very strong, which is uh, awesome to see that that kind of correlated with the the teaching and whatnot. I, I completely agree, though. Um, I was never going to be a D one athlete, but it would have been nice to have those principles as a above average to you know mediocre athlete in the state of Iowa. That would have been nice to at least understand some of those principles going into some of my sporting events as well, even as yeah. a kid. So definitely agree. The Elevate program definitely need to check it out. We'll have Frank on on Wednesday talking a bit more about it and uh, giving some insight as to what him and Luca do on a daily basis and what obviously you were working with them on as well so um love that love that that uh that insight bakari into your 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 time with frank and luca and learning about the elevate program but let's talk about some iowa wisconsin basketball uh because last night iowa what a transition there right what a what a good transition for for no yeah yeah
1: let's let's get to it it.
0: (laughs) iowa wisconsin though um not the way you typically expect iowa to win a game they don't hit a single three in the first half they go two of 20 for the entire game and yet they come away victorious and uh, part of me, the pessimistic side wants to say Wisconsin is just not a very good basketball team. I think Iowa matches up very well against the Wisconsin Badgers, but Wisconsin is a solid basketball team. They, they, they're, they're in the tournament for a reason. They're going to be a 6 or a seventeen, most likely, and Iowa won a game that was ugly. It was a defensive battle. I wanted to get your quick thoughts on the game and what you felt like that meant for the Iowa Hawkeyes.
1: Uh, I think, honestly, it's a confidence booster. Because like you said, I mean, they shot the ball pretty terrible. Um, we couldn't really get anyone else going in the first half besides Luca. Um, so to kind of grind it out and, like you said, not hit as many threes and, and, and really just show their defensive schemes they've been working on and put a lot of effort there. I feel like everybody tried real hard on defense, and, and you could see the, the elevation and just um, their game on that end of the floor. So I think it was a big win for that. It's a momentum win. Um, sure, it wasn't the prettiest win as, as we would like it to be, but they're not all going to be like that. You're going to have to have some of these ones that you just grind out end. So
0: Absolutely, and that's what the NCAA tournament is about too. They're not going to be able to win it just by dumping a bunch of, you know, yeah. dump, dumping a bunch of threes down. You're going to have to play some defense occasionally, and Iowa has played defense almost better than anyone in the country the last several games, really putting things together. I wanted to get your thoughts, though, about shooting-wise. Because when watching the game, one of the things that was pointed out to me by one of my buddies who I was watching with was the fact that there was no background behind the hoop. And so the depth perception can be a little bit off. I wanted to get your perspective from a player, though. Can that really affect your shot when you don't have a background to really judge the depth perception of the hoop? Is that, is that a real thing?
1: Um, it is. It changes things. Um, how much it affects each player is different, but um, I could give you an example. We played Syracuse last year, the Big Ten um, AC Challenge. So we made it, Fran um, made a, you know, a good effort to make sure we got on the gym, got on that floor um, two times before we got on for shoot-around. Normally, we would get on for like one practice or a walkthrough. He made sure we got on there just to shoot like for an hour first and then to go through a walkthrough again after just to kind of get used to the backdrop because there's nothing behind There's It's just open space. And if you, and if, depending on where you are on the floor, you could get lost that just your eyes will continue to wander and not focus in on the hoop. Um, so it can affect your shot to a degree. Um, but depending on each, you know, where you're at, I mean, uh, Syracuse, they play in their football stadium. So it's a little bit different because it's all the space there. Yep. Um, so depending on where you're at and the shooter you are, um, it could definitely have an effect on your style for sure. And
0: so do you feel like having a game in that situation now can, help? if if Iowa was impacted by it, and I'm sure if you talk to Jordan Bohannon, uh, he's not going to say that he was affected by it at all. He just wasn't yeah. hitting his shots, right? That's kind of the, the Jordan mantra there. But I feel like, yeah, you know, yeah I mean, that's that's what yeah. makes him so confident, right? He just he has that, that natural confidence and uh, he doesn't place blame on that kind of a thing necessarily. But going into this game, do you feel like that will help Iowa having had that first game in Indianapolis with the kind of terrible backgrounds.
1: Yeah, it's it's always good. Um especially when you're playing again on the same court and same gym, you know. They played yesterday, they're playing again today. So they've kind of gotten a little bit used to it, you know. I mean, hopefully they got a little used to the ref and just everything, the whole environment, the feel of being there. So, um I think we should see a better shooting game today from them. I don't I don't I don't foresee 2 for 20 years. <laughs>
0: Yeah, not not often where Iowa shoots uh, 10% from behind the arc. Not a, not a great game, but this game is going to be a lot of fun. Iowa versus Illinois. Um, I didn't actually tell you about this in the rundown. I do got to put in some some ads here real quick because we have some sponsors of the show. But when we talk about this game, uh, you can go to betonline.ag and actually play some bets based off of the advice that Bakari and I are giving you. Although – my advice, I know, is not going to be super positive in Iowa's favor, but we'll see what Bakari says. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and the easiest way, though, to bet on all of your sports action. It covers football, NBA, college basketball, NHL, and even awards, TV shows, and reality television. You can even bet on the presidential race um, when that was going on and who he was going to pardon. So pretty interesting stuff at BetOnline.ag. They have you covered for literally everything, and right now we have a promo code. Use the promo code locked on, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. That's right. Put some money in your pocket immediately. Immediately When you go over to betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts and Bikari, before we took that, that quick break that I did not even give you any warning about, but you handled it like a champ Iowa versus Illinois today, man uh, should be a blast. I'm interested in two matchups and I wanted to get your thoughts on these IO versus Iowa's defense because we've seen Iowa play very strong defense as of late, but I would argue that they haven't faced a guy like IO in that stretch of their strong defensive play. So I want to get a sense from you of how you feel like they're going to match up with him. They're going to do more zone or stick in what their their man defense and how that's kind of been working. Or are they going to play more Joe Toussaint on him? Maybe a little bit more Tony Perkins? Um, are we going to see Keegan Murray try to take him a little bit? What is that going to look like? And then Kofi Coburn without Jack Nungy. Right. So Kofi came into that game last a uh, couple of weeks ago and Jack Nunji was a beast down low. Uh, he was handling all of Kofi's 280 something pound frame like a boss. Yeah. And Luca Garza was also playing phenomenally. But now we don't have that wiggle room. We don't have Jack Nunji anymore. Unfortunately, uh, prayers up for, for Jack, because that is a t- tough situation. Yeah. For that guy.
1: Prayers for Jack. Prayers I, for Jack. I, that sucks, about.
0: man. Um, but let's get into Iowa first. How does Iowa handle Iowa?
1: I mean, first... I mean, he's a handful. I mean, he's an Ios. 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 A very good player, and um, just with there being some sort of rivalry between us and them, and you know, with COVID and everything last year, and us not getting this matchup, this was a matchup we wanted last year, and um, I think around the semifinals, if we would have won our game, so to kind of see it all play through now, them only playing one game this year, I know he's going to come ready to play. Um, and it's gonna it's gonna take the team. It's gonna take bodies. Um, I don't think any one person on Iowa's team can stay in front of I L. Honestly, um, and transition. He's a handful. So I honestly think our shot selection and not turning the ball over are gonna be key. You just don't want them to get out and transition and get easy open looks. because That's gonna be really hard to guard. So I mean, it's gonna be handling their pressure on the offensive end and also taking good shots, quick shots and long rebounds is gonna lead to easy baskets for um, so I think just the, the more Frank can switch up the defense schemes like he normally does, but the more they can keep bodies in front of Io, he can see bodies all night, all night, not no easy lanes or open jumpers, that'll just make it tougher for him. I mean, he's going to hit some tough shots. Um, we just want to kind of wear him down and make him see bodies at all times so if they can do that. They'll have a good chance.
0: I like it, man. That gives me a little bit more hope than I was coming into this game thinking just I feel like Illinois is just not a great matchup for Iowa. Just what they bring to the table just probably is one of the worst matchups. But uh, you talked a little bit about the rivalry. How much does that play into this game? Right. How much does that elevate a performance, and especially a team like Iowa? You were on that squad last year. Uh, this team always plays with the chip on their shoulder. I don't know if that's a they carry it from Fran or, or what it is, but it just feels like this team. They play big in big situations where there is something, someone is judging them, something is against them, their backs are against the wall, they lose to Illinois once. I feel like they're gonna come out a bit more motivated. How does that impact this game or does it impact this game?
1: Um, no, I say it does. I say it does. I think anyone would be lying if they said it didn't. Um them there being a rivalry, them only playing one time this year, um, and I would not win in that game. I'm sure you know the guys are ready to get back, um, get, to get back and get a W this time. Um, and then from Illinois standpoint, I think I.O. You know, not winning Big Ten Player of the Year. Um, uh, I think those things don't sit too well with them over there, and I'm sure they're going to come out ready again, still, you know, to prove something, to prove that you know maybe he should have won that award in their in their feelings, and and I think it's going to be an exciting game. This is this is the game that we wanted to see.
0: Absolutely. Let's get back to IO Luca conversation. Cause that is a hot topic. And if you ask any yeah. Illinois fan, you're going to get IO as the answer. Any Iowa fans going to say, <laughs> Luka. and I want to get your thoughts though. Is there really a conversation at all about this or are you going to kind of lean in the direction of you got to respect what both players bring to the table and you're an Iowa fan to so go Luca. Is that kind of what your thoughts are on that?
1: Um, I mean, you know, I'm going with 55. That's my yeah. guy. You know, I'm going with 55. Um, but no, I O I O is, is a phenomenal player, and and they each have their own valid arguments and their own right. Um, I having a fantastic this year. This year, um, Illinois is playing great basketball. Um, so he, I mean, he definitely has a case on his own. Me personally, though, I'm gonna go with the big fella. I mean, back to back seasons doing what he's done in the Big Ten. It just hasn't been done in a very long time. It's an elite, an elite class of people that have done that. So. Um, I think they got the decision right this year. You know, Hopefully they get all the decisions right this year with National Player of the Year and all that. But um, I think they got it right. I think they got it right.
0: I love it, man. Well, we're going to take a quick break. I want to tell you about Built Bar. Have you ever tried a Built Bar before?
1: Uh, No, I have not. What is Uh, those? uh,
0: They are protein bars, and they are honestly phenomenal. They are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and they have – all the bars covered with 100% chocolate and they have some awesome flavors like mint brownie, uh, peppermint brownie. Oh my gosh. Some of these things are delicious. I have one for breakfast every single day with a glass of milk. It's uh, I'm just lazy and don't want to make breakfast and it's a perfect way to get that protein you need without all the calories and fat. But right now Built Bar is having Built Bar Madness. You can actually go to their website, check out all their flavors. You can bet on which flavor is your favorite and we're going to pick the winner in a couple of weeks. Go to BiltBar.com or use the Twitter account Bar underscore built to go to Bilt Bar. And right now, if you go to Built bar, you can actually get 15% off your next order. Use the promo code locked15 to get 15% off. That's right, locked15 at builtbar.com. And check back this next coming week to see who won the matchups this, up- this past week with Built Bar Madness. But Bakar, you got to check them out, man. Uh, maybe I'll send you a box of Built Bars because we get. We get some awesome, uh, awesome promos from them. They are, they're phenomenal, man. They're pretty good. Yeah, let
1: me, let me get, let me hold a couple of those. Let yeah, yeah. See what <laughs> I'll
0: shoot you a text after the show. I'll get your address and I'll send you some of your, some of your way, man. They're, they're delicious. Uh, and I'll let you know what flavors, you, let me know what flavors you like and whatnot. But built Bar is a fantastic pro- protein bar. But Iowa versus Illinois is going to be a fantastic matchup today. man. my transitions are just terrible, but we're going to get into it. <laughs> Kofi. What does he do? What does he do, man? What is how do you stop him and how does Luka Garza guard Kofi Coburn and what works so well in that first matchup?
1: Um, whew, uh, obviously, you know, <laughs> we say it every time he's a he's a he's a he's a monster down there, he's a you know, a big physical specimen. So he's you know, he definitely changes the dynamic of the game when he's on the floor. Um, how you guard Kofi Coburn is I think you put pressure on him. I think you kind of understand if he gets two feet in the paint, he's probably a So you don't really want to um, let him get deep seals. You, of course, want to have bodies on the front side and, you know, maybe want to front him, have someone on the backside there to help. But I think on offensively, you got to attack him. That's the best way to guard him is to make him have to move his feet on defense, you know, make him have to not get in foul trouble and be fundamentally sound. Uh, put the pressure on him. If you kind of just wait for Kofi, sit back and allow him to do whatever he wants, I mean, he's going to have a monster game. So I think the best way to guard Kofi, in a sense, is to attack him. Keep him, put him in ball screens, put him in situations where he has to guard and make decisions. If, is he going to foul? Is he going to let you get the points? Um, just continually attacking him is going to, I think, wear him down.
0: Yeah, so it sounds like Io you want to throw bodies at consistently and change up the matchups and the, the schemes that we're running defensively. And Kofi, you want to get him moving a lot and hopefully get him in foul trouble, make him a little bit more tentative when he's in the paint as well, sounds like, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, Illinois in the past hasn't doubled too much with, with, with Luka. They, they'll they initially allow, you know, whoever the matchup is um, to, to, to guard him one-on-one. I don't know the they start Kofi on them. If they do, I think Iowa should go right inside and just, you know, Kind of see maybe the refs give us an early foul. Yes, no. See what you know. See how they're calling the game. Um, see how Luke is filling the night. Maybe it's a big night. You know, just I think attacking him is going to be the key to everything. I
0: love man. And uh, talking, I want to actually backtrack a little bit. You mentioned the the officiating, and we've talked a little bit about fouls and try to get Kofi in some foul trouble and whatnot. Um, the officiating in the Big Ten has been interesting, in my opinion, to say the least. Especially in a few games, Iowa versus Illinois. That last game, there were some undoubtedly questionable calls. Uh, I don't know how you miss a travel call. I don't know how you miss a few of those things. I wanted to get your thoughts though about the Big Ten officiating.
1: Um, I would say like humans. I mean, they're humans, of course. I mean, yeah. I like humans, they're humans. Um, they make mistakes though. They make mistakes, they get things wrong. Um, I think the biggest thing with officials is just if they can be consistent. If you get it consistent, whether it's, you know, if you're calling touchy fouls, if you're letting people play, um, the more consistent, I think, allows players to get a feel. And then it's on players and coaches to adjust to how they're calling the game. So I think it's a twofold street. It's not all the officials' fault. Sometimes players and coaches got to adjust to how they're ref the game. And, and then of course, you know, refs make miss, miss make calls, miss calls all the time. So you don't really want to leave the game in their hands. You want to do as much as you can to control it. So
0: I love man. That's uh, we actually had uh, Kenyon Murray on the show after that Iowa, Illinois game. And that's exactly what he said. He said the officiating wasn't great, but you want to put yourself in a position where the officiating doesn't impact the outcome of the game. And if you can't do that, that's on you as a
1: team. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be. No one wants to see you sitting here blaming the officials at every game because everybody can say that every time almost. You know, you want to do the things you can to put yourself in the best position to win the game. If a bad call ends up determining the outcome, then that's something to talk about. But. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of plays in the game before just the last one.
0: Yeah. It's so much more fun, though, blaming the refs, man. That's it's a lot more fun. From oh, yeah. perspective. It's so much easier.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's an <laughs> easy way to get out. Easy to cop out. And sometimes they deserve it, but not all the time. I love Matt. I, I
0: love the perspective there. Uh, so if Iowa wins this game, what happens? What is the number one thing that happens if Iowa wins this game?
1: I'm going to the bar. No, I'm saying Uh, if I wins this game, uh, I think that's just just a great morale booster. Um, It's it's, going to be a very big win um, with the tournament being around the corner. Um, So I think all wins, and that's definitely a quad one level win. Um, It's just going to give teams more momentum and confidence to go ahead and play better. You know, when it counts the most, which is right now, which is in March. So um, I look, I'm hoping for a Hawkeyes win, Um, and I see it, I, I feel it in the air today. So.
0: All right. I like your positivity Was giving me some positivity. And if I'm crushed at the end of this day, I'm blaming you, Bakari, because like I said, I got to blame someone. <laughs> but uh, outside of Luca Garza or Joe Wieskamp, I don't want to give you an easy cop out there. Who is the guy to watch for Iowa today? Who is the guy that's going to break out and have a big time performance?
1: Um, I think there could be I think there could be a, a couple different guys. Um, and, and I'll tell you why. I like um, Joe Toussaint as well for this matchup with Illinois. Joe Toussaint had two good games with uh, Illinois last year. Um, with him being a quicker guard, stronger guard, he can also get in the lane, put a lot of pressure on um, not only their guards, but like I'm saying, Kofi to make a decision. Is he coming to help over? Is he trying to block the shot? You know what I'm saying? So it gives him in situations to get fouled. So I like for Joe, of course, you know. Murray's been phenomenal. And I think just his versatility on the defensive end, rebounding, um, him being able to switch will probably give Iowa a little more grace. You know, he can probably switch out to IO and um, a couple of the other guards, Trent Frazier, um, just to kind of make it easier for the defense for us. Um, and then, of course, you know, I'm not going to forget Jabo Bo, Bo Hannon. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a big game player, he's a big game player. This is a big game. Um, I know he's gonna be up ready for it. I know if there's a moment when we need a big time three, I know he's taking it. So um I would go Joe, Joe Toussaint, uh, Mr. Murray and 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 Jabo, and my three to, to have big games today for Iowa.
0: I love man. I, I gotta quickly ask about Jordan Mohannan though. When he pops a shot from like 40 feet deep, what are your initial thoughts? Is it like, oh crap, why are you popping it so far away? Or is it wow, you got some some big dick energy, man. You're really just popping it from there.
1: The first I'll tell you the first couple of times Jordan took those um last year, I was I was taken back by it just because like it, it really comes out of the blue. Like we can just draw up a play, whatever. Jordan not he's not trying to hear that. If he sees the opening, he's taking it. And that's just kind of that's what you love about him now. That's what you love about him because when he hits those big momentum shots or daggers, I mean, you can just see the life get sucked out of the building. So um, you know, you love it when it goes in, you hate it when he misses, it. it's how it goes, you know. <laughs>
0: It's a, yeah, I love it, man. And uh, Fran McCaffrey, do you feel like he's gonna get a technical today? Because I feel like if there's any game, Fran's gonna get pissed off, man. It might be against Illinois.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't confirm nor deny. I see, I see both being real. Fran might get a tech today. I can't lie, he might get one today. It's okay though. He might get one today just to just to make sure the refs hear him. Just make sure they know that he's there in the building. He might get one quick. He's got to show
0: up Juwan Howard, man. Juwan put on a show yesterday. He's got to make sure that everyone knows that Fran is the meanest guy
1: in the Big Ten. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) They think that anyway. They think that anyway. He can't feed into it. They think that anyway. Absolutely,
0: man. Um, Well, Bakari, last question for you. And I'll let you go before, you know, we got the game coming up. What is your prediction? I think I think I know where you're leaning with this. But what is your prediction for the game?
1: I think it'll be a very exciting game. I think it'll probably be a game of runs. Each team will make a run. But, you know, I got Iowa making a big run late. I got, you know, I got I got Iowa making a big run late. We're pulling away, you know, by six. I got six. Six-point lead.
0: If Iowa wins by six. Six to under If Iowa wins by six, I am going straight to the bar. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Listen, I'm going to meet you there. I love it, man. Vikari, it's been a pleasure having you on the show as always. Um, we'll try to get you back on to talk more about some games. I think we have some awesome stuff coming up. And we talked about just um, all the NCAA tournament games, breaking down Iowa. You do it better than I do. You know all about what's going on in the Iowa basketball program. I'm just a guy on the outside making some uneducated assumptions. So when I can bring a guy like you on, it makes this show significantly better. So I appreciate it, man. Uh, any last words before we hop off the show for today?
1: Uh, no, I just thank you again for having me on and reaching out. Oh, I could, like I said, I'll be on anytime you want. And, um, you know, everybody cheering the Hawkeyes tonight. Let's, let's enjoy this victory. Let's enjoy it.
0: I love it, man. Well, awesome, man. Well, let's go Hawks. And if, uh, if you love the show, make sure to give us that five-star review, subscribe wherever you downloaded the show at. And as always follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram Hawkeye nation. I appreciate you all tuning in on this Saturday morning, a special episode with Bakari Evelyn. Have a fantastic day and let's go Hawks.